Hi there, this is Ellis Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, November 25th, 2023. Happy Thanksgiving week to you and all of your families. I hope you have a safe and healthy one. This week's Key Races and Bets podcast is brought to you by Amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R. Amwager.com is a great legal online wagering website. Amwager.com has great betting tools and perks and is legal for residents of most states, covers most tracks in North America, as well as many around the world. Check it out, amwager.com. You can also get the written version of this podcast, which is the Key Races and Bets blog, totally free, at amwager.com by clicking on How to Bet and Ella Star's blog. We're going to start with Saturday, November 5th, Key Races with the City of Laurel Sakes, Race 6 at Laurel. This has a post of 3 p.m., Top win contenders are Let It Ride, Post Time, and Giant Mischief. And the next tier of contenders, also for use in Exactas, is 90% Maddie, Super Accelerate, and Coffee with Chris. Note that Super Accelerate and Giant Mischief are also cross-centered in other races this week, may not run here. Let It Ride ships in from New York on the heels of a five-length win from which he was geared down, suggesting he has a lot of gas left in the tank for this race. Let It Ride had been off seven months before that race just three weeks ago, and jockey Eric Cancel comes in from New York to ride him as he did last month. The three-year-old has improved in each start from a 90 Equibase speed figure to 93 to 95, should take another step forward. Post time is a step or two further along as compared to Let It Ride in terms of his racing career as he's run five times. He won his first three in a row, from October through December of last year, then took 10 months off and won in September. Although suffering his first defeat last month, Post Time improved to a new career best 104 figure and did so against some tough three-year-olds sprinters in the Perryville Stakes. If Let It Ride does not take another step forward as I expect him to do and Post Time can repeat his last effort, he can win. Giant Mischief finished second in the important springboard mile stakes last December in only the third start of his career after winning the first two. He then stepped up into the road of the Derby in the Rebel Stakes and was set to post pretty well regarded at 2-1, moving up to second in the stretch but ending up sixth. Given another seven months off, Giant Mischief returned in September and won easily. He's also won at the seven for a long trip and he's won off a layoff, so likely to improve off a 97-figure and for two months ago, Giant Contender rounds out the win contenders. In the City of Laurel Stakes, race 6 at Laurel Post, 3 p.m. Saturday, November 25th. I'm going to consider win bets on Let It Ride and Post Time at 2-1 to one or more. I'm probably going to bet the one at the highest odds, but both can be bet if they're 2-1 to one or more. Giant Mischief also has the same minimum odds as 2-1, to one, but is likely to be favored if he runs. And in that case, we can make a prop from his winning on other plays, such as the double and the exacta, and the pick three. For the exacta, I'm going to box Let It Ride, Post Time, and Giant Mischief, then play an additional exacta of Let It Ride, Post Time, and Giant Mischief over Let It Ride, Post Time, Giant Mischief, 90% Maddie, Super Accelerate, and Coffee with Chris. For the double, we're going to play Let It Ride, Post Time, and Giant Mischief in race six, and in race seven, just one horse howl. In the pick three, Let It Ride, Post Time, and Giant Mischief in race six, Hal in race 7, and then in race 8 at Laurel, King Cumberlay and Market Maven. 
Moving over to Aqueduct for race eight in between these races at Laurel. This is race eight with a 315 post. I like this because it leads into the Cumley Stakes. In race eight at Aqueduct with a 315 post, the top win contenders are Comparative, Buston Bay, and Into Happiness. The next tier and for exactness is Toned Up. Comparative returns off a six-month layoff last seen in the much tougher Black-Eyed Susan Stakes. She won two in a row prior to that, including one at the one lower non-winners of 1x allowance level. This is a non-winners of 2x allowance level. And Comparative has a good stocking style, which puts her in second early behind Need the Lead type, Missy Greer, enabling her to run as well as she did in the spring. Buston Bay is an 11-time winner, amazingly still eligible for this allowance level as her wins at the condition, except for her last race, have been went, have been went in for the optional claiming price. She won her last start at the enough condition in September, but she was disqualified for breaking through the gate just prior to the start. If she has one knock, she's likely to be the odds-on favorite, as she's been in two of her last three, so has little value for win bets as compared to the other contenders, but still is a strong win contender for exactas and doubles. Into Happiness won two in a row in July and August, right off the Mark Hennig claim out of a 12-length win in June. She finished third after that in a stakes and now returns an allowance to Allowance Company, reunited with John Velasquez, who rode her to those wins this past summer. She likes the one-turn mile and could rebound to winning form, the winning form shown a few months back. In the eighth race at Aqueduct with the post of 3.15 Eastern on Saturday the 25th, I'm looking for win bets on comparative and into happiness at two to one or more. As mentioned earlier, Buston Bay will be the odds-on favorite, so we could profit from her winning with other plays. In the exact, I want to box comparative into happiness and Buston Bay. And then I want to play another exact of comparative into happiness and Buston Bay over comparative into happiness, Buston Bay, and toned up. For the doubles, want to play Comparative Into Happiness and Busted Bay in Race 8. And in Race 9, we're going to play Defining Purpose, Raging Sea, and Honor, Delady. Moving back to Laurel for Race 7. <clears throat> I talked about this earlier. This is the Safely Kept Stakes with a post of 331. And there's a standout here in Howell, so hopefully we can make money in the doubles and pick threes. Maybe a win bet. Maybe the only way to profit in this race is doubles and pick threes. But... Hal is still possibly a win bet. She's only run once, and that's fine, because most of the rest have three or more wins, but a number of poor races to go along with those. Hal was visually impressive in her one and only start at King on October 28th, when in a full field of 12, she maturely raced in third to fifth early, made a quick move to get to the front by two lengths in the stretch, and opened up by seven, never really asked to run. Trainer Brad Cock continues to show his talent and ability to know where his horses belong, and I'm not concerned about going for maiden to stakes because Cox has a tremendous record with last out maiden winners in stakes over the last few years. 7 for 14, 50% of the time. In the safely kept stakes, race 7 at Laurel on Saturday, the 25th of November. I'd like to bet Howell to win an even money or more. And if so, a true overlay, low odds win bet. For the doubles, we're going to play two here. And hopefully we're live in the pick three as well. In race 7, Howell. In race 8, All. And the second, it's going to be Howell in race seven and King Cumberland Market Maven in race eight. Moving back to Aqueduct for the other race today, the feature, the Cumberland Stakes, race nine in Aqueduct with a post of 343 Eastern. And the top win contenders are Defining Purpose, Raging Sea, and Honored the Lady. 
There's no real early pace type in the field, and that could leave defining purpose in the position of leading from the start, or at least taking up a stalking position by an Ichiban who draws the rail and has some early speed. Defining purpose has won 4 of 12, and in, most, in most of other races, finished second or third to horses at top of the division, who would be odds on here, such as wet paint, randomized, pretty mischievous, and Zygera. Particularly, finishing second to Zygera last month in the one level higher grade two Mother Goose Stakes. That was the same as winning like this one. And so just repeating that effort should be good enough for Defining Purpose to win today. That being said, Raging Sea's an up-and-coming horse with a shot. The only Chad Brown trainee in the field. She finished second in her first try at this nine furlong trip, one before last in September. Then she won easily last month at the distance. Raging Sea improved from an 84 figure three back to 92 to 98. And Defining Purpose earned a 100-figure on the same day, October 28th. So Raging Sea can win if she improves and Defining Purpose does not. Honor D. Lady won the similar grade 3 running part Oaks when last seen in September. Her first dirt race since her debut one year earlier. The rest were all on grass, and in a few of those she was not disgraced, such as when second in the Celine Stakes on all-weather and when winning the Honey Rider Stakes on turf. Like Raging Sea, Honor D. Lady is on a pattern of improving figures, from 83 to 87 and 95, and if she takes another step forward and runs, she could run as well or better than Defining Purpose and Raging Sea. In the Comley Stakes, race 9 at Aqueduct Post 343, Saturday the 25th of November, Defining Purpose I'll look to first. I got fair odds, minimum odds on her at 9 to 5. Raging Sea I'll consider for a win bet at 5 or 2 or more, and Honor D. Lady at 3 to 1 or more. And this is a good race to use something called a dutching tool, and there's one free in Amwager. It helps you achieve the best edge. A dutching tool allows you to set the amount you want to bet, and then the wagers on more than one horse are prorated for the optimal return. Moving back to Laurel to close out this three-race sequence, this is the Richard W. Small Stakes, race 8 at Laurel, post-time 4.02 on Saturday, November 25th, and the top win containers are King Cumberland and Market Maven. The early pace in this field should be contested and faster than average as Ain't De Beer Cold was sent hard for the lead last month in the Maryland Millions Classic at the distance with Toledo up just as today. And from an outside post today, those tactics are likely to be employed. However, Outlier earned his last win four weeks ago leading from the start, and those should be his tactics again from the rail, as well as Mo Visitor, who has earned three of his four career wins leading start to finish. The beneficiaries of this fast early pace duel are King Cumberland and Market Maven, King Cumberland gets the slightest of preference. He's in top form with a with four in-the-money finishes in a row, including a six-length win in the Alphabet Soup Stake handicap in September when rallying from fourth into a hot pace, just like the one he should get today. Adorno rode him then as today, and for a runner-up effort in a stakes on October 17th. Since then, King Cumberland put in a very sparkling half-mile workout, best of 52 on the day, and that signals another A-race good enough to win. Market Maven has won just one race this year, but finished first in two races, in another race, including the Maryland Millions Classic last month, when he fought head-in-head with eight to beer cold in the stretch, winning by a neck but is qualified to second for bumping his rival in the stretch. Market Maven races a bit closer up in the early stages compared to King Cumberlay, so he's likely to take up a stalking position behind the two or three potential early pace setters and stalkers, then get first run on them before King Cumberlay gets into high gear and possibly hold him off. In the Richard W. Small Stakes, race 8 at Laurel, with a post of 4.02 on Saturday, the 25th of November. 
I'm going to look to King Kumpelay at 9-5 to five or more for a win bet and Market Maven at 2-1 or more, and I will not hesitate betting both because of the pace which sets them up. And use a dutching tool like the one in Amwager, which is free, to help me gain an edge when wagering on multiple horses in a race. For the Exacta, I want to box King Kumpelay and Market Maven. Don't forget, you can get the written version of this, which is the Key Races and Bets blog, totally free at Amwager.com. Click on How to Bet and All Stars blog. While you're there, if you're not a member, check it out. It's one of the great small ADW online wagering companies in North America with taking bets on most tracks in North America and offering races around the world as well. Open to more, most residents, most states in North America too. Check it out, amwager.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.